Hello everyone and welcome to another video or podcast if you're listening on the Cycling Dame podcast. And today is an interesting interview with Binyam Gamay. You'll remember that I interviewed him last year, but here we have another interview looking towards the 2024 season. Sadly, this one is not in person as he's down in Australia. And I'm also joined by quite a lot of journalists as well in the room. So without further ado, here's the interview. Hey everyone. Good morning. I think, you know, from last year, Scott Nielsen from the Cycling Dane. Yeah. And we have Dutch website also. Here for okay. you. Yeah. I believe you, you started very, very good in, in the post rally. Was it important to for the confidence for, for you to have uh, a less good season? Yeah, I think. Uh... That we saw the last uh, four races already was quite good for me. I mean, not the best, but of course, it's better to to start the season with uh, uh, some uh, podium. It means uh, good uh, confidence for me, also for my team. And yeah, I'm super happy with uh, my season starts so far. Talk us through the, the race today. We were second, I think, so just give us some idea how this went. And then... Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, today was uh, the the easiest day, I think, as a, as a flat stage. Uh, yeah, today we have a quite nice start and it was not uh, that different. It's totally flat and good weather. I prefer to race this kind of weather than uh, Belgium and yeah, for me it was perfect. And uh, today was, yeah, uh, technically uh, we had really good uh, team plan. We just have really the right moment to to do our lead out and to have the position before the corner. I think we did really good job. Uh, I think I'm super happy today with what we did. And in the eight, I had a really good place to, to do my sprint. But uh, we, we already saw some, uh, we won uh, already three stages. I think he's in the best shape now. Uh, yeah, for me it was, yeah, I tried to to do my best to follow him. But yeah, uh, in the end, he was uh, the fastest, I think, uh, today. Vignano, was it your idea to ride the Tour down the Holland? Or was it more the idea of a team? A good question. Uh, normally, it's... Uh, uh, two, like my ID also, and more also my team ID, because I I only start my season in uh, Spain, Mallorca, and sometimes it's good weather and sometimes it's, it's bad weather. But for me, that my the idea, to be honest, is uh, together with uh, with my uh, uh, trainer and my sport director, uh, we spoke what we need to change, what we need to learn from last year. So we don't need to to lose anything and we just need to to learn to improve. So this is what we learned from last year, I think. We don't need to miss any races and any training. So for me at home, it's perfect weather for the moment. Here in uh, Down Under also perfect weather. So that's why we choose to race in Down Under. And yeah, it's it's combination with me and my team. Vignal, you had a huge win two years ago in Gantvedelgan. And then last year, maybe it was difficult to kind of uh, confirm this. Um, 
Is that so? Was it was it really difficult to get the same result? And do you think you can get there this year? Or how do you see this win from Cantwell to now? How have you evolved as a writer? Yeah, the main thing you need to understand is uh, it's everything. It's uh, changed quick for me. And if you see also in the same age like me as a classic rider or as a sprinter, you don't find uh, that that much in my age to to compete against the the big guys and to compete on the classic stage. So I I have still a lot of things to to improve and to to learn. So last year is for me is a lesson. So I have a lot of things learned from last year. So this is also what we made uh, my plan to change a little bit in the beginning of the season and uh, to have enough space to, to training, to build up for the classics and again for the Grand Tour. So for me, to be honest, it's like I don't have any pressure from my team. I also don't push myself to, to do exactly the same that I did in 2022. So for sure, this year I have a, a big goal, big dream uh, as before. So I will try to, to focus from uh, the first season first and then after yeah, we will see uh, the shape on the classics. What 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 was your big goal? Goal, you said. You say you have a big, uh, so, a big goal. Yeah, I have a big goal. I mean, uh, the first I have to to focus on the classics, the the Cabo's Classic. Also, we have San Remo there. It means I'm always dreaming to to be on the podium in this in this race. And after that, also we have. Uh, a lot of beautiful races on the Flamish. So, uh, yeah, this is my main goal in the beginning of the season. Are you going to go to the Atreo for the Road uh, National Championships game? Yeah, yeah, exactly. This year I will go. Yeah, this year I will go to to participate. Uh, you know, I think already also already, but many, many uh, colleagues of you do altitude stages. Uh, is that also part of your preparation uh, for the, the big goals this season, Classic 7 Tour? Yeah, I think, to be honest, I'm a lucky guy, you know, I don't want to to go for altitude to, I don't know, to Tenerife or to somewhere uh, in the middle of uh, the mountain because I live, uh, in, on the, I live on the altitude, so with my family, with my friends, everything, I have everything all over organized well at home. It is like 2,400 meters where I live. So for me, it's always perfect when I uh, do my uh, altitude at home. So always, even when I come back after altitude home, I am always better than uh, than before always. So uh, for me, this season, I will have uh, quite some good block of uh, altitude training before the the main main uh, uh race so yeah for sure this is uh, still my plan to do altitude well like maybe in february you will be at home or you will be in retreat ah yeah in uh, after this race probably i will uh, i will go home for uh, around uh, 3 weeks a bit more uh I will also have like more than three weeks at home. It means three weeks in altitude is more than enough always. And then I will come back for uh, 
the open weekend. Yeah, do you think you made some mistakes last year? And that explains why your results weren't so good as the year before. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's uh, a mistake. It's kind of uh, a new challenge because, yeah, uh, I need always to 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 give balance between uh, the race program in Europe and then to have uh, training and family time at home. So. Uh, this is not a big mistake. It's always for me the big challenge is the the, the weather. I think everybody knew that, but now I'm more adapted. I'm more uh, used to it. I'm also more uh, training for that and uh, the cold weather. So yeah, and uh, I mean I don't do a lot of big mistakes. It's just like uh, like I said, uh, starting Mallorca one week full rain. My body is not adapted for it, and you know it's in the beginning of the season also for the mind to start uh, directly to bad weather and uh, yeah, it's uh, this is sometimes it's uh, you know it's small detail can change everything and also if there is yeah you came for the January and then you stay there two months and then again uh, you don't have enough time to to training in the altitude like the other big guys do so so now i have really uh, only main main objective just don't do a lot of uh uh stay in 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 the, in the bad weather you know i mean if it, there is bad weather in in europe i prefer to do a, a two weeks block of altitude and then to come back to the main races directly with fresh legs so this is what we we learned from last year I think it's a it's smart way also. Last year you did the Tour de France, and this year it will again be a big goal. Can you tell us what you learned from the Tour last year? I think, to be honest, I'm for my first time. I'm surprised of the racing is Tour de France. It's not the race. It's like the atmosphere and the the fans, the the crowded of the media, everything. It's it make me uh, yeah. It's the pressure, everything. I don't know. It's like. To be honest, to to watch Tour de France was amazing, but to do Tour de France was something different. So, yeah, uh, to be honest, on Tour de France, I was not so bad. Like like I said, as a sprinter, you need perfect lead out. You need a uh, uh, even one percent of uh, help from your teammate, from everything. So, yeah. But last year we have really bad luck. Uh, me personally and also my uh, my lead out has crashed and uh, some sickness so these small things can uh, not give us uh, 100% of the that we want but to be honest last year I was super happy with my shape on Tour de France I was not so bad I'm able to to finish in every single stage even if it's a uh, queen stage or hard stage I'm not suffering than the other guys so this for me make me uh, happy because I finished my Grand Tour without any problem of uh, uh, time limit or to finish any stage. So I'm also trying to, you know, to do my best on the sprint stage. And somehow I was like, with the heat, I forget to eat because a lot of, uh, you know, uh, more emotion. Like I'm always push myself, like I have to do today something great. So. You know, sometimes if I forget to eat and I forget to, to feel my my body well, and then in the end it cost me uh, a lot, and then I couldn't do my 
my best sprint, but now this year I also learned a lot uh, during uh, the training to to fill my body up and to do everything perfect. So, and also I find myself to be honest, this year was more uh, ready for everything. Ineon, the route is quite a thick one this year, and uh, there's a gravel stage. I mean, you're good on the cobbles. How, what do you think of gravel? Oh, uh, to be honest, I didn't mention any uh, stage on Tour de France uh, to, to prepare. I'm just focusing, like I said, on the first uh, uh, section for me. It means the, the classics, so I'm more focused for the uh, for the two, three monuments that I do. That's also perfect for me. So I'm more uh, focused on concentration and talk uh, specifically about the, the parkour on the classics, but on Tour de France, it's, uh, I let a little bit uh, out of sight. Uh, for the upcoming, because I have enough time to uh, to do for that, to, to prepare and to to mention the the, the stages. But uh, yeah, like you said, it will be something uh, new for me. Uh, for the moment, I don't do a lot of uh, gravel races like Strada Bianchi or uh, any kind of race. But I think uh, I already look some in this uh, that stage. It's uh, not flat little bit up and down so i think it will be uh, a good day for uh, as a rider to to race on that will you do strada bianca this year no 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 i don't do i don't do i i mean not this year but for sure one day i i wouldn't like to do it and last year you would have made your debut in paris Robert and amsel but you passed out in flanders uh post yeah my upsell again on the program for next year or no? yeah uh, it's uh on the long list so uh, for the moment i have to like uh, to see until enter rupe and then after that it's uh, it's one week so i think still have time to to decide uh for the mr goal uh for sure i think it's uh, also one of my my uh, my favorite is to to participate. You know, was it medically different last year that you couldn't do the same results as the year before? Yeah, I would say uh, yes. I think yeah, I would say yes because yeah, you know, last year was everything was perfect. Not only me, twenty twenty, all all my team was perfect. We have uh, the best luck. We have. Uh, the best result we have also really everything going correct perfect so but last year uh, we had crash sickness and also mentally you know everything it comes around me uh, really fast so yeah i'm also not mentally 100 percent ready for uh for everything but yeah now i learn a lot and then i'm also it i'm ready for everything this year do you mean uh, you were not ready mentally? Were you like homesick, maybe, or? Um... Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, you know everything, like like the way we did now. Also, the the media, you know, everything is like like I said after the end of them, everything is comes like in every single race you go, you have a what do you say? Have interviews, you have this, and then in every race you go, you have a. a Everybody knows, and then you know, uh, have pressure from the fans, from uh, the riders, from everything. And you know, sometimes, yeah, uh, I was totally like 
really relaxed and chilly and then in some moment you know also with uh, yeah the question on flanders was yeah it was yeah i think this is the first time that i ever had a crash hard so you know everything mentally you need to prepare really well to be back uh, like uh, more stronger than before you know everything it cost a lot of energy from my mind so yeah, but like i said it's uh, it's not a big thing there is no still no pressure so i'm still learning and improving things you talk about your fans i was there in the tour of switzerland and you won a stage and there was like 30 40 50 people cheering at you i take from eritrea and they were following yeah. the tour of switzerland was that something you enjoyed or was that something I, I also don't know. I wonder where do these people come from? Maybe they were living in Switzerland, but do you enjoy this or do you think? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is, uh, what, what I love, what I'm doing, you know, it's always, yeah, to have funds without funds. I think everything it's, uh, it's nothing we, we saw already on, uh, on the COVID time, you know, if you are, if there is no fans, there is no feeling, there is no sense. So, yeah, for me, the fans was uh, uh, a big power of me. I really loved, but the only thing that we know it's now, if I am second, nobody is happy. I have to win always to make them happy. And uh, this is already uh, something uh, nice. And the other hand, it's uh, already pressure because, yeah, now from that moment if i'm second i think nobody will be happy i'm also i don't want to be happy if i'm second so i'm still disappointed with the last four days you know always fourth third sixth and second in the end it's uh yeah win is winning everything so yeah i uh i mean i'm i really enjoy the fans always Really, is the pressure coming from the press in Eritrea or maybe the press in Europe or both? Uh, is the pressure uh, you mentioned, uh, is it coming from Eritrea, the press in Eritrea, in your own country, or, or more the European press? Yeah, everywhere, every, every, every single. You know, it's, yeah, if you're always like, I don't know, top 10, yeah, you need to do this and uh, yeah, you have to, to win, you have to win, you know. Every single page that I open on the social media is, yeah, tomorrow you have to win. Tomorrow you have to win. Even if it's climbing, even if it's for the GC guys, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sometimes I'm laughing alone on my bed. So yeah, people, they always need to, to win. They always also remember um, the last result that we did. So yeah, the other hand, it's, uh, it's nice that I said, I really also motivated if I, if I hear this, especially from my, uh, my country, from my family, um, yeah, but it's not like, uh, that kind of pressure. It can put me down. It's it just give me, uh, strength and power. Vinny, I would say that you don't feel big pressure from the team, but when I compare with last couple of years. Last year, there was Rui Costa. The year before was uh, Alexander Crystal. It seemed that this year you will be the main, I'm almost the only leader with the team. You really, 
no, <laughs> we still have strong guys, you know, we still have a, a young, strong guys in the team. To be honest, our team is really smart to for uh, to 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 sign the riders. They are always smart, you know. I'm also one of the example because yeah, nobody could trust uh, like okay, one guy you can gives contract from Delco or from small teams. So yeah, we have really uh, a good uh, people to to do that to have a transfer. So for the moment, like you say, of course we miss uh, last year. Uh, um, Christoph and this year Rui Costa, uh, it's uh, for sure is something. But this year, like I said, to be honest, personally, I'm hundred percent dedicated, hundred percent ready, hundred percent everything. They ask for me, I can do it. So, but we still have a uh, strong guys. Everybody know we have uh, Hugo Page who was also strong so far, and um, Maris Mikael that he. Is the last month for the moment for me here in Down Under. Also, we have uh, Gigi, you know. Yeah, we can uh, pick a lot of names. We still have a strong team, I think, around uh, around me and around the GC guys. Vinny, how's the connection with Mike after a year riding together? Perfect. was nice. Uh, like I said, yeah, uh, last year we don't have enough time to 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 do our best race together because uh, he had a sickness uh, in the beginning of the season in San Remo and after, and uh, he had also crash, and you know. But in the end of the season, we have quite a often race together. We have really good feeling, and we are also good uh, friend uh, outside the cycling. We had uh, always uh, talk about the preparation and how is his family. So. Yeah, we are really good connection with with Mike. I hope this year we can do it uh, better. Is it nice for you that your brother is coming, is joining our Devo team, and tell us something more about uh, his characteristics on the bike? I think just copy and paste me to to know him. Yeah, it's exactly the same body, the same kind of body type. We have the same face and. Uh, yeah, the same character, his uphill and uh, punch sprint. I think it's just the same like me, I think. But I, I hope he will uh, adapt soon uh, the the European ride because, yeah, uh, sometimes it's 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 not easy to adapt uh, direct to the European life. But luckily, we have good people around us. Example, also Sarah, she's there. She helped a lot for the depot guys, especially Akilu, the guy from Eritrea. And uh, yeah, I think uh, we had a good team around uh, around Eritrean. So that's also nice for me for the national uh, champion, I think. Otherwise, it never be happened for me to win the national champion without these guys. Vini, with Loic Fliege, Sven-Erik Bistreur, and also American, I think. So experienced guys from the classics left the team. Uh, does that change anything for you? Uh, I think mostly Loic because you were good friends. Are good friends? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, uh, we are really good friends out, uh, out of the bike. You know, also inside the bike, we, we share a lot of time in the room. Uh, I still have a really good contact uh, with, with uh, Loic Legen and uh, 
or like you said, uh, for sure we lost uh, some good quality of riders for the classics. But if you also mention uh, that I give it a name now, uh, Lawrence Rex, we have uh, one of the strongest guys, and uh, Hugo Pash, Mike Tonison, Adrian Petit. You know, if you see these teams also, it's uh, for sure uh, we still have a, a strong team uh, for the classics. Uh, also, Madis is really strong guy. You know, he's really uh, motivated, and he need to do a really good result also always. So, I think for the moment we just miss the the experience, like you said. Uh, but we still have a strong team to uh, to approach the the classics. I think so. There will be no Tadej Pogacar in A3 and also Flanders. Does it change anything for you? Because uh, since he wrote Death Classics, it became much harder. And for fast people, fast riders like you, it's maybe easier when he is not there and do a, the whole part on the, I don't know how much watts, but pretty. I think this question you need to ask uh, in front of all the, the peloton of the classic. For sure, everybody will be happy if uh, Poggy is not there. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Oh, when Pogacar is arrived in the classics, everything is changed. So for sure, everybody will be happy if uh, Poggy is not there. So, yeah, but like you say, sometimes I really like to to have hard race. You know, a uh, big competitor always. So I really enjoy the the race. How he race is really super friendly, nice guy. He also gives a lot of. Uh, emotions for the cycling fans so it's really uh not nice to hear he's not there but as a cyclist like it's, it's good to hear that Bimi, uh, you mentioned uh, in an earlier video we spoke about uh, the olympics and you said that the parkour is being something for you and uh, of course you will write for your country uh, how important uh, will those uh, olympics be for you for sure, it's big, you know, in every uh, single rider, if you ask in his career, if you have uh, even just participate Olympic, it's uh, it's really huge for me as a personal. So I really uh, looking forward to to Olympic. You know, it's also something different than uh, the world champion or uh, the other races because we will be, I think, around 87, 90 riders. So it means totally different race than uh, than than the normal. So I think everybody could have a good chance. So yeah, uh, we will see with the big nation. We still have uh, Belgium five guys and uh, also Holland. But yeah, me I'm only one from my country. So it's a. Uh, a bit easier to manage yourself, but for sure I also need some help always from my teammate. But now uh, I will not have any teammates, so I need to ride really smart. And this is also after Tour de France, so I really need to see myself also. I will be uh, in that time for the top shape. What would that mean if you would bring back a medal to, to your country? It's big, yeah. I think it's never. Uh, I will be the first uh, guy who will bring medal to to Eritrea and to Africa. I think so. There is nobody have uh, a medal on on the on the cycling. Uh, 
I think so. I don't know. Uh, for sure, it's, it's huge. Even if I'm uh, top five, top ten, I would be happy for sure.